Reiner Story family. This is Allison Gilliard with Reiner Story, where every story needs to be heard. And I am so excited to be able to share with you guys my amazing friend. Oh, she's so incredible, you guys. If you know her, you love her. If you don't know her, get to know her because you want a Gina Johnson in your life. <laughs> if the last name sounds familiar, that is because Lance Johnson is lucky enough to call this woman his better half, his wife, and I absolutely adore her such a trooper in all things and she makes an amazing Grinch guys <laughs> she made the reindeer run so much more fun this year I think she should be the Grinch every year just absolutely incredible so fun Gina is absolutely adorable and such an incredible cheerleader for adoptive athletes for any athlete as she likes to say the average Joes <laughs> so cute I want to be Gina when I grow up because she cares about our community so well and she is such a cheerleader. And not only that, but she shares an incredible story about how she inspires her class with writing, how she opens up to them and shares and a vulnerable time for her. And she's gonna share that in this podcast about her 50 miler. And wow, it was just so good. And now I wanna go sit in her class. Like I wanna be one of her students. So absolutely incredible story. Gina also talks about the power of our mind. And we know this as runners, but I think even in life, we get hung up on the things that we can't do. And Gina reminds us that we can do them. And that was such a great reminder, especially kicking off 2024. Like I've already failed at a couple of things. And so it was a great reminder that I can get back up, I can start over tomorrow. And I appreciated that so much about Gina and what she brings to our community. We are so blessed. She absolutely loves our local running community and the local races and just her family in general, amazing athletes. And uh, I believe that Lance is in her shadows this time, so. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much, Gina, for your friendship and for allowing me to share your story because that was so cool. I learned so much about you and I'm so thankful that I get to call you my friend so and my running sister because you are just absolutely amazing. And speaking of local races and how much we love the Port City Pacers, Gina talks about that in her story. And the Port City Pacers are powering this podcast this month. And guys, our Port City Pacers were organized right here in Mobile, Alabama in 1979 as a nonprofit chapter of the Roadrunners Club of America, also known as RRCA. It was founded to educate Mobilians about the benefits of running and walking. Guys, just get out and move. That's what Port City Pacers want you to do. The club is still committed to promoting and encouraging participation in road races. Port City Pacers put on some great local races and guys join today as a Port City Pacer member. So many great benefits and the Port City Pacers are constantly working on how to bring more to the members and if you have ideas or suggestions, listen, they absolutely love them because my family's we love being a Port City Pacer member family and that's the thing, you can be a family, you can be a single, they have all kind of options so definitely check them out. And what better way to kick off the new year than running a Port City Pacer race that is coming up in February, which is Battle of Mobile Bay 5K, Azalea Trail Run, Old Mobile AK, and Do It in the Bush, along with so many others. You can register for these races at the local running stores or online at portcitypacers.com. And also follow the social media page on Port City Pacers 
and come hit the pavement with the Portsea Pacers. So much fun. I absolutely adore the members of Portsea Pacers. It's like a big family reunion. I just absolutely love it. So become a family member, become a member of the Port City Pacers and check them out. So much fun. And huge thank you for them for powering up our podcast this month because they are an amazing organization and just so grateful to be a part of that. And what they do, they work so hard to bring incredible races to our community and they keep them affordable for families. So definitely join and get a little bit of perk there for those race entries. So absolutely love it. Thank you, Bart City Pacers. All right, guys, lace up those running shoes. Get ready, get set, and go run with my friend Gina and her runner story. Yay. So excited. I do have to say this because we talked about your hubby being the elf. Mm -hmm. And that is that you're my favorite Grinch. I think you played that part so well. So (laughs) that was a last minute Mm -hmm. thing. The guy who normally does it at the reindeer run, his wife had a baby that morning. So there was a Grinch costume just Mm -hmm. laying off to the side waiting Mm -hmm. on me when our youngest Zoe was in first grade. For some reason, I have this giant Grinch head. And I really played the part that year. I ran into these first grade classrooms and they had Grinch Day. And I went, I mean, I threw pencil cases. I shook their pencil cases. <laughs> this one single desk, I slid this kid around. I stood on this chair and threw their ornaments off the tree. And they're all like 18 first graders just running around chasing me. It was hilarious. Oh. So. Mm. I, I had to channel that. But that was like five years ago. So, Well, I just, I thought there was no more appropriate way to introduce you as Gina the Grunge. Yeah. Because... Um, yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so well, I, I really loved it. I had four people come up to me afterward and like, that's where you went. I was wondering where you went. <laughs> and it's funny too, because you also placed in that race. Yes. And then you took your medal, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> Oh, that photo is my cover photo on I, Facebook. It's, it's my favorite. I, I, I And I also got a picture with the Grinch, which just made the day yeah. even better. So uh, I had a friend message me after. He's like, I thought we didn't get a picture together. And then I realized that you were the Grinch. So oh, we did no. get a picture together. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yep, that was me. Well, I just have to say thank you so much for bringing so much joy. Because the award that during fun. that time was so funny. I'm kind of <laughs> sad. I'm like, can your wife have a baby again next That's right. time? <laughs> So anyway, it was really good. And his wife's like, no, I'm done. <laughs> so plus I got to beat up on Lance a little bit every chance I got. It was fun. And embarrass your kids. Was, oh, yeah. They, oh, they were that mortified. Was fantastic. Was awesome. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. You are such a dear friend of mine. Such a great accountability partner. And you are just all the things. And I just love it. And so I'm so excited to know what is Gina the Grinch's story? What is your run story, my friend? So most people, I think, know this, but maybe not. So, of course, I live in the shadows of Lance, <laughs> who, to me, is an elite runner. Mm-hmm. He's naturally good at it, and I do my best. But we actually started in obstacle course racing. So I think I ran my first obstacle course race before I ran my first road race. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, of course, he started dabbling in it. And I did the stupid thing of, I will never do that. And then maybe six months later, I did that. So Mm. I watched him at his first Spartan race, freezing cold in Atlanta. I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Later that year, even before the end was, uh, the year was out, I was doing my first one. It wasn't Spartan. It was called Battlefrog. It's no longer 
a race series. And then we were just hooked after that. Mm -hmm. We traveled every weekend. The kids went with us. And eventually it just got to be a lot of travel. And we decided, hey, there's 5Ks at home. Mm -hmm. Let's dabble in that. But we literally traveled all over the United States doing all kinds of different obstacle course races. Mm -hmm. I've only traveled maybe twice for a road race, like uh, um, okay. the Houston half last mm -hmm. year in January. And uh, one time we did a racecation after the Disney princess half. Mm -hmm. So a few years. But most of our races in the beginning were obstacle course races. And it was every weekend. It was a different state. <laughs> it was fun. But I look back and go, I have no idea how we did that. Right, sure. So now we, of course, stay a lot closer to home most of the time. With the Spartan races, you do a lot of trail running. Mm -hmm. So that, I think, led us to ultra running. So it's very similar. You just don't have the obstacles. Sure. And so I guess that's really where our start is. I think that's why our ultras are close to our heart because mm -hmm. it's where we started. Yeah. So, but. And now your girls are running. Yes. Yeah. Our oldest, she's 14. She has her first indoor track meet for the season this weekend. Mm -hmm. She does cross-country, indoor track, outdoor track. Our youngest does other stuff, so she does track for sixth grade at the elementary school mm -hmm. right now. That's incredible. So, yeah. Wow. Surrounding family. Yeah. And you guys are such cheerleaders for the community. I think that's why, like, I, I look at you and Lance and I go, wow, just so fun. And you guys, are, I also would consider you an elite athlete. I'm just always like, there's Gina, hey. Like, yeah. I, I at least see you at the finish because you're way ahead of me. No, so that's not true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 100% <laughs> true. Even when you were injured, let me just say. <laughs> Even when you were injured. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I love that conversation when you were like, yeah, I'm injured. I'm not going to go as fast. And I was like, yeah, okay. And sure enough. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some lessons that you've learned from running. Okay. I know all these are like cliche, but you can do hard things. Mm -hmm. I've learned that through different races, different training, different injuries, like you mentioned. And I know a lot of people preach this, but not everybody realizes it. But your mind is going to give up before your body does. Mm. And I have felt that so many times, <laughs> especially in like our longer ultra runs. So for anything above a marathon, anything above 26.2, we're considering an ultra. Mm. So I've done several 50Ks and then my longest is 50 miles. I've not gone more than that. So I've definitely felt that. But you have to have a strong mind to do hard things. But you can. You don't, you know, don't give up. So, and then you're talking about the community. I think kindness goes a long way. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it is the last person crossing that finish line. Mm -hmm. Cheer for them. Yeah. I don't care if it's someone who just wanted, you know, who is injured and just want to take it slow that day. Mm -hmm. Or they have a bigger race. You know, just kindness goes so far. And I think that's why we love this community so much. I didn't play sports or anything growing up. I don't know if people know that. <laughs> I was non-athletic. I still don't really consider myself super athletic. Even after doing obstacle courses? Really? No. no well, okay. 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 I try my best. That's my theory. <laughs> so I was a Girl Scout, and I did bowling. That was my only sport. I did no sports. So anybody who gets out there and pushes themselves, cheer them on. And I, I think this community has just, it's so welcoming for mm -hmm. so many different mm -hmm. sizes, shapes, age. It doesn't see skin color. And, and mm -hmm. I think that's what this community is. The running community is so great. So, Oh, I love that. I, for me, it feels like a family reunion every yeah, time we're all absolutely. together. I'm, like, I'm with my people. I'm with my family. Absolutely. And it's just, it's brought so many people into 
my life. I feel like the run, like running has given me so much because of the people. And, and yeah, running is still love-hate for me. Like nope. sometimes <laughs> we love it, sometimes we don't. But it's the people mm, and it's mm-hmm. the continue. I did that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I mm. did that. Yeah. The small feats. So I powered through my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I told you I loved you. <laughs> so I loved so much. So let's talk about a favorite race and why. And it can also be an obstacle course race. Okay. So what has been your favorite race? Well, so we love the local races. I love anything with a good view. Mm-hmm. I think okay. our local bridge runs and tunnel runs, even though they're mostly Sufferfest, are just so unique mm-hmm. and so great to our city. So I really like those. Another one of my favorites is the Boo Crew 2, which mm-hmm. I know you were there, our MC this year. <laughs> so this one is a Halloween theme race, which is my favorite, of course. But it's near and dear to my heart because it supports our adaptive athletes. Mm. It's one thing to watch your elite athletes push themselves. They're going to push themselves so hard. Or the average Joe do more and more each race. But to watch these adaptive Mm. athletes adapt and overcome on the race course will make your heart just Mm. explode. I can't explain it unless you've seen it in person. And to imagine the the behind-the-scenes work Mm. that they have to do to be there I don't know. It, it just, it warms my heart. So, and But I think my favorite is still Reindeer Run. It's <laughs> two miles from the house. It's fun. Mm-hmm. All our friends are there. And it's Christmas theme. So mm-hmm. who doesn't love Christmas? <laughs> but I don't know. It's hard to pick just one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are the ones I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, so Reindeer Run, so fun. <laughs> Although it always seems to be a little hot and humid yeah. during. <laughs> yeah. That's come on, Brent. I'm gonna need you to work on yeah, this. <laughs> but that is still currently not this year, but last year, my 5K PR. So that's another reason. Mm. This year would did not even touch mm. that, but I was injured, so I'm not gonna be too hard on myself. Last year was also foggy, so it was like you yeah. couldn't. You're like, I, I don't know where I am. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I live here. I live there. So yeah, I love. <laughs> I always get really turned around on that one. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I, last year, the whole time, I thought. Well, Brent changed the course and didn't mention that. No, I, I just, I don't know why I get so turned around on that one. That's hilarious. Yeah, I do it every time. And, I was but, say, and how many years have you done that? I race? don't know. Okay. At least four or five. <laughs> <laughs> and then speaking of the Buku run, yes, such a good, and you nailed it. Like, it's something about watching adaptive athletes. Yeah. For us, we get to go just buy a pair yeah. of shoes. But it, for them, it's, not. it's yeah. like you have to haul so, so much equipment. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, that's just incredible. I think that's why, like, with Bucharan and then also with Battleship yeah. 12K this year, like, seeing the adaptive athletes yeah. that were there was just it was extraordinary. And your husband's a pusher. Yeah. So. And I've, yeah. I pushed at Boo Crew last year for okay. a friend okay. of ours. There we go. So, See? Yeah. It, and I, I hope to do more when there's more opportunities mm-hmm. to push. So, and, and let me just say, you still beat me. <laughs> let me just go ahead and say that. Whatever. I'm like, you go, girl. But that's just incredible. I think that's something that I, I really appreciate. Like you said, our running community is so welcoming and so loving for the adaptive athletes and the push athletes. It's just so our roots are in obstacle course races. So if you ever give an opportunity, watch how these groups take an adaptive athlete through an obstacle course race. Whoa, seriously? Yeah, seriously. Okay. We did one with Julia. Okay. So, but they do, they still have groups that go through the Spartans and stuff. You've got either, like, some of them are injured veterans. Sure. Or mm-hmm. just regular adaptive athletes. So 
That's another thing that's really cool to see. We've so, experienced it a few times. Is the chair like a more rugged chair? Uh, yeah. Okay. Like I For think they running? like yeah they like okay. modify like a regular chair. I don't know really how they. That's think insane. They, I think I'm sure they have to make it. That's a whole nother level of hardcore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think we've actually we've done it twice with Julia. One there used to be one in Mobile, the police part okay. put on. Yeah. But I, I don't think they do it anymore. And then one in Bruton. So. Pretty that's cool. incredible. I did not know that. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. I knew they, you were a beast. They I told you. I keep telling you I want to be like you, and I'm not exaggerating. So, wow. Yep. Okay. Mm. Oh, actually, we did the Spartan and Sarah Land. We had a big crew that came out, and we went through with Julia. But we have friends that still do it with many mm. athletes across the United States. It's wow. Yeah, it's cool. That's just fun. Yeah, a whole nother level, my friend. <laughs> oh. A whole nother level. Let's talk about your pre-race routine. Do you have one? What does it look like? Not much. <laughs> Hope we get everybody awake and in a good mood and in the car on time because most of the time our kids are with us. I do like a half scoop of Performalite. Okay. It's like a beet-based mm-hmm. supplement, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. Okay. Even if I don't need it, I like to just set up my water bottle. I run hot. Like mm-hmm. my face just heats up, and, and it could be winter. But I'll bring it. Most of the time, I don't drink it while I run. I'm like squirting myself. So if I look like I'm doused when I'm done, it's maybe not. I miss my mouth. No, I do it on purpose. <laughs> oh, okay. To cool myself okay. down. But oh, so I just okay. set up water bottle and the, a little bit of performally. Okay. That's it. I don't eat. Mm-hmm. Like I said, get there on time. Done. <laughs> Speaking of, a back to beer crew with that. You guys dressed up. Yes. As <laughs> as Forrest Gump and Jenny. Yes. And one of you stayed true to character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and then I was just a hippie walking around by myself at that point. Mm-hmm. Because someone said, I'm not running in the beard. It was maybe 30 seconds for a picture. <laughs> but, but hey, I got a good Facebook profile pic out of it. It was fantastic. I, I love that so I, much. It was too. so quick. I could have literally put it in the package and returned it and got my money back from Amazon because you would have never known it was worn. <laughs> it's still in the costume bucket. I have a costume bucket. And, but <laughs> So, yeah. Speaking of, we're just hating on Lance right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cross the finish line. What does that post-race routine look like? Yeah, no. <laughs> you hang out with people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Socialized. Socialized. Yeah, yeah, I don't have mm-hmm. anything that we do. Well, what's the rest of our day? We just, yeah, I love it. I mean, a big race, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's more to it. But local race, like, all right, what's next? <laughs> oh, we got to go to Costco. Okay, cool. Is there- I really <laughs> just, it's, you yeah. just make it, that's our Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and then we continue with the rest of the day. So. I love it. When you're hardcore. All right. No, oh, when, when you're hardcore, that's what happens. Yeah, we it don't is. have a routine. <laughs> Okay, you talked about your water bottle. Do you have a favorite running item besides your water bottle? Headphones. Okay. I do like to listen to music. Okay. If I forget, it's not the end of the world, mm-hmm. although I get mad at myself. I'm going to watch my headphones. Okay. That's pretty much it. So let's talk about your running playlist. What is Gina's? <laughs> I'm actually a rocker. <laughs> what? Yeah, I like <laughs> Maybe okay. some not appropriate, but I just blare it and just, I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like, some races, I don't even hear my music. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. it's there. Mm-hmm. Thousand Foot Crutch. I don't know if you know who that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Skillet. It's okay. a little cleaner. 
We watched the movie Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. over Christmas. <laughs> I'm on a queen kick right now. <laughs> Although I haven't ran with that, but I'm sure that's really good mm-hmm. to run with. So, yeah, it's just, it depends on what I'm feeling. Yeah. For walks, I don't, I don't rock out usually when I'm doing a walk. But for runs, yeah, i got to mm-hmm. have something upbeat. Rock. Yeah. I don't do a lot of pop when I run. I don't mm-hmm. know why. It's got to be something I can just blare and just... <laughs> Again, you're hardcore. No, yeah, you're hardcore. It. Hard rock. Yeah. Hardcore. That's not it. <laughs> I had to start listening to TK when I had kids. <laughs> when I started talking. No. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> okay, favorite running shoes? So I like Saucony, or some people say Saucony. But right now I'm back in Asics just because I've struggled with plantar fasciitis. That's mm. been my most recent injury. I think the other thing that was bothering me is finally settling down. So I, li- I like Hoka, but for some reason I had the right heel rub all the way down to the plastic in two shoes. Whoa. So they were very gracious and gave my money back. Mm-hmm. And I ordered a second pair and it did the exact same thing. Wow. I know. So I was really sad. Yeah. But Hoka did well for me. But Sophie, I felt like I got a lot of PRs with until I was struggling with the plantar fasciitis. And then it, it doesn't agree with that because of the way my pronation is. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but that's pretty much the three that I wear. I can't mm-hmm. wear certain brands. Same. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'll know instantly. No, I can run across the room and go, nope, those are not for me. Wow. So I'm very sensitive, I you guess. Just know, yeah. Particular. Like yeah. people love Brooks, but they don't work for me. Same. Mizuno can't, they I don't know, something about them. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not good enough for those shoes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to attempt Nike. <laughs> We're not there yet. So ASICs work really well for yeah. me. Okay. Gotcha. So for your longer runs, what do you take to fuel? We used to do a lot of goo energy. And then Lights was like an ambassador. So we just always, we have this huge tub at our house. I won't say huge, but for those little packages, like a big tub of mm-hmm. goo. But at one of our races found spring gels, mm-hmm. which I know you've dabbled yes, with. Yes, my favorite. And it's almost, it's like a puree of real mm-hmm. food. And those, I cannot describe how much better they uh, settle. Yes. We've talked about just making our own because mm-hmm. we're doing a lot of smoothies and stuff right now. So why not? Because you just make something similar to an applesauce and throw it in those little handheld mm-hmm. squeezy bottles that are soft, the soft glass. And then we use e-fuel. It's got a little bit of natural carbs in it, and it's more like a hydration. Okay. So I'll use some of that. If I'm doing the Loop Ultra, so what I might do is fill up half a scoop of e-fuel, make it to, like, the first aid station, mm-hmm. try to drink that down, and then do— I really just like water mm-hmm. when I run. I don't like a lot of flavorings. Sure. I can't do the effervescent, the none and tailwind's too sugary. So I'm very basic, but you will crash if you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're pushing yourself eight, sure. nine, 10, 11, 12, depending on how slow I am, hours. So I'm just going to stay on the distance. So you have to have something. Mm-hmm. So we've just found it's always trial and error. Mm-hmm. It's always trial and error. That's why you want to try stuff on your training runs and not necessarily your event. Absolutely. So same with shoes and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm sure I've made so many of those mistakes that I'm talking about, but, you know, <laughs> so those are the things that I kind of use now. Hopefully, we're going to test out making our own. I'm curious to see mm-hmm. how that's going to work. Yeah. So. Dude, I was so thankful that you guys, we were at a run together, mm-hmm. and Lance was like, hey, I think we have an extra pack. Yeah, we dropped. <laughs> we were maybe squirreling some away at one of the races. 
<laughs> and I was so that I was like, I took it out and I was like, why? And now that's part of my routine yeah. for race day. I'll have one before I run. And then like this past half, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling good. I don't need another one. Exactly. You know? And so it was like, I had one and now, okay, again, depending on weather and other yeah. things, I might be like, you know what? I need to go ahead and fuel again. Yes. But it is, and like you, you said, and you can feel oh, it. It feels so good on the stomach. You yeah. don't feel like you're about to, and you don't have to drink a ton of water after either. Right. I've done races where I'm like, okay, I have to do this on clockwork. Correct. Yeah. And crashed. Mm -hmm. Or I've done it to where I can feel it and say I need something. And to me, it's better to feel it. And then mm -hmm. because if I do clockwork and then I'm so like bogged down with so many whatever I put in, if it was the goo or whatever, yeah. that I'm just like, I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. Mm -hmm. So I, I've learned to just run and feel it. And if I don't need anything, I don't need anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do anything before the 5Ks mm -hmm. anymore mm -hmm. except that like a half scoop of the performally. But other than that, I don't do any like a goo or anything before a, a short race. Yeah. I just save all that for them. Right. Save <laughs> They're expensive. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> that too. Oh, but and also like the taste. Like it just tastes like you're surprised. I was surprised by the packet that you guys gave me. Like yeah. how I was like, this is delicious. Yeah. And then I ordered some for their trial pack that they have. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to take this to work on days that I'm like, I only have 30 minutes. Let me just scarf one down. Good to go. And I was like, okay. It's so filling. Mm -hmm. So good. So I appreciate you guys because you gave me. And try the little kids applesauce. I did this. Mm -hmm. What are they? Walk like back. the ghost squeeze? Yeah, ghost, yeah. like the ghost squeeze. Mm -hmm. It's similar. Yeah. So. Well, I was doing that before. And yeah. then you guys got me on spring gel. Oh, sorry. Way to go. No, yeah. fine. Ruined fine. your budget there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Okay, let's talk about a favorite running memory. Okay. So it's a favorite now. <laughs> so this is it's not a long story, but you'll see why it becomes my favorite. And so I don't think I mentioned this in the beginning, but I'm a teacher. You know this, but other people may not know this. Sixth grade teacher, and I'm a riding teacher right now, although not riding was not my favorite growing up. I also tell them that. <laughs> my worst subject or least favorite subject was probably riding, and mm. now I teach it. And so I know what that feeling is like, oh, my teacher's making me write this. So mm. we always do a personal narrative. So, of course, there's a story related to you. And I give them options, but a lot of them go with the prompt of a time I reached a goal. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I share my story. Mm -hmm. So I write this paper from a person who is not a writer, who did not like to write as a kid. And that just doesn't change from a kid to adult. I still sure. don't like to write papers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> who likes to write papers? But this running memory turned out to be a nine-page rough draft wow. <laughs> because it was so memorable to mm -hmm. me. And I show them that. Mm -hmm. So mine is the my one and only so far, I guess I'll say so far, although I'm still at Never Again, was my 50-mile race. Okay. Okay, so it's called Children of the Cane, Fort Allen, Louisiana, just outside of Baton Rouge. Uh, you It's cane fields. That's where you get Children of the mm -hmm. Cane. Um, there's more evil things he does, <laughs> but I'll explain in a second. So you run cane fields, railroad tracks, you do the levee tops, you can see in the river and stuff, and back into cane fields, and each loop is 16.66 miles. Oh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got yeah. that. And so for every loop, you go the opposite direction. Okay. So Lance and I did this race together. So we start in the same direction, but I'm usually about half his time. 
So on one of the loops on the way back, we were in opposite directions. I can't remember the mileage. I'd have to go back and look. And I did document it somewhere. But anyway, I was on one loop. He was on another. I think I was on my second loop. He was on his third. So we crossed. And we literally like sat in the cane field and just talked for a moment. It was just like a breath of fresh air. We'd already been out. If you're on your second loop, you're already in 30-something miles. It's just like, so I was able to see him. I just felt that sense of support and happiness. And we can both run the same race, but obviously, like, in our totally different way. Mm -hmm. And we can still support each other. Mm -hmm. It was just a feeling I I can't really describe. But then, (laughs) at mile 40, I hit the everything hurts and I'm dying phase. My hip was counting so many things. And I had never done 40 miles. And my longest at that point was a 50K, which is Mm 31-ish miles. I, I was like, oh, well, I've done the longest I've ever done. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should just stop. Mm. <laughs> but then you don't finish. So I would have I would have received a DNF. Do not finish. And he even has some little nice little finisher medals that say DNS of your reminder. Mm. Not that you failed, but to come back. Mm. But yeah. So I didn't want that one. I wanted the real one. So I had my phone because at that point I needed some music. It was mm. getting dark again. I call once. I'm like, please tell me. I have 10 miles. That's a long way to go, but I've already done 40. Like, please talk me off this. I'm like hitting a wall. I'm ready to sit out here, call a cab, and be done. I could not get it back. So he's like, just just do it. He was very encouraging. So I literally, I can't tell you how many times I cried those last 10 miles. Like, it was so emotional. Like, I just almost felt like I couldn't get myself together. Like, I couldn't stop hurting. Like, everything hurt. It never subsided. So these levees are big hills, and then the top is this gravel road. Okay. And I would literally lay on the side of the hill and stretch my back. Just everything hurt. But my shoes at that point were probably worn out. I didn't buy brand new shoes for that race. So I'm wearing old shoes, and I didn't prep probably as well as I should, but I finished. Mm. And, and that's looking back as I did that. It was the most miserable thing I have ever done. And just last 10 miles, the first 40 were great. I, it, it is so strange. And I don't know. But like I tell the kids, I literally just took one step at a time. I thought one step at a time. Okay. I know this part. I've already passed this three or four times. One step at a time. And for hours. I mean, it took me a long time to finish. It was way outside my what I thought I could do it in. Mm. I think my goal was 12 hours. And it ended up taking me 15 <laughs> But I couldn't move any faster than mm-hmm. I could move, but I just didn't quit. Yeah. I wanted to quit. I cried, but I did not quit. Mm-hmm. And I get back, and there's literally no one there except the race director. And that race has a 100-mile option, so the 100-milers are still out there. But the race director, his wife, they've got this fire pit going, and he walks over, and congratulations. And I'm like, that was awful. Nobody talked to me. Do you want a piece of pizza? Yes. I have a picture of myself with this giant piece of pizza. They, like, sit me by the fire. And he's like, oh, yeah. By the way, you're second place female. I'm like, what? What? So how do I not? And I, not that it's about that. Yeah. But it was like, okay, I, I can do this. Yes, it was miserable. I'm not going to sit here and say it was not miserable. I still like aching right now thinking about pain, <laughs> but not necessarily because, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm sure I need to train more for that. I sit here and say I'll never do it again, but you never know. 
<laughs> but the, just the feeling of crossing that finish line is I could have easily quit. I could have easily quit. There are plenty. That one is definitely accessible to just hop in a car and go home. Wow. But I achieved my goal. Mm -hmm. I may never do it again. But in my lifetime, I did 50 miles. Mm -hmm. I put that little sticker on the back of my car, <laughs> then I will rock that sticker. <laughs> but... I, so I I know that it's like a terrible memory, but it's also one of my favorites because it just mm. it's my reminder that it doesn't matter what's going on. Yeah. If I put my mind to it, I can do it. Mm. So what well, goes back to what you said earlier, and that is your mind will give up quicker than your body will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you had to to push through that. Yeah, and that's, that's why that shirt, the tank top, shut up legs, you're fine. Mm. Yeah, it's probably a lie, but. <laughs> <laughs> If you lie to yourself, you'll make it there. <laughs> but yeah, so mm, that's my. That's an incredible story, and I think the kids are like, "Oh man, I did that one time, not fifty miles, sure, but yeah, I relate it to all their mm -hmm. sports. Yeah, a lot of them in sports. Or I'm like, if you're not a dance competition, mm -hmm. whatever, and they really just, oh man, I achieved a goal one time. Mm -hmm. It could be the smallest thing. Sure. I have gamers who start writing a five paragraph essay on. How they beat this boss that they've been trying to beat for months. You can yeah. literally relate that mm -hmm. to anything. And I think those are some of the best writings of the year because I think because I show my emotional side of mm -hmm. it and they're able to do the same. Yeah. They're like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. You know, make them just say, write me a Halloween story. Yeah. Write it about you. Mm -hmm. And then it shows them. I can't achieve anything. Mm. I might not have made a touchdown so far this year, but I can try again next year. Yeah. It doesn't have to be immediate. So that's why I think it's one of my favorites. You are so inspirational. <laughs> uh, I want to be in your English class. <laughs> I want to go second class. <laughs> wow, it's incredible. I'm corny. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I ever am. I love Some that. Some of them laugh. Some are mm. like, oh. Do you bring in your medal and show them? Yes, sometimes I do, yeah. 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 That's incredible. And I'm bringing Lance's buckles. I haven't got one of those. I don't really know that I'll ever get one of those. I don't I don't really have the want to do 100 miles. Sure. I think I want to try 50 again, but I also want to not be injured and do mm. well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want it to, like, the last 10 miles crush my soul. Like <laughs> I don't want to hit rock bottom again. But I do, I do think eventually I do want to try that again. Mm. That's wild. You're yeah. wild. Wow. Yeah. It's maybe dumb. No. What, that's the word you're looking for. <laughs> Not dumb. at all. Not at all. So let's talk about, you talked about you got that pizza. But after a race, is there a certain food where you're like, I just want this. Pizza. Pizza. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. It's usually, so... Not every ultra is like soul crushing, but <laughs> they're not easy. Most of them, if I do an ultra, it's going to be a 50K. At that point, like, I don't know if most people know our travel. We pretty much fly by the seat of our pants. <laughs> For example, last year, we flew to the Houston Marathon. And in less than 24 hours, we flew back. Because Friday night, our youngest had a pageant. And Saturday, our oldest had a pageant. She placed in the pageant. So we had to stay extra to take pictures. We drove to Pensacola to hop on a plane I also typed in Pensacola Naval Air Station instead of the Air oh, Force. I forgot right. yes. <laughs> Luckily, it's a small airport, and we home alone sprinted to the airplane. Wow. Arrived in Houston. Let's see, that was Saturday. And then Sunday morning was the race. And at some point, I think maybe five was our flight back home. So we were literally in Houston less than 24 hours. Wow. It was 
crazy. We did get to go eat with everybody. Was that dinner? I don't even remember. <laughs> it was like a late lunch. Okay. After the race. And then everybody went Thursday and came back Monday. We we were there because Monday was an indoor track meet in Birmingham. <laughs> so, yeah. Travels all over the place. We don't give ourselves much time. No. So, anyway, after an ultra, it's easy to grab a pizza, go to the hotel room, crash, mm. start all over. Also, the night before, we're usually driving. You drive five hours, you grab a pizza, you go to the hotel room and Mm. crash. So Mm -hmm. pizza's kind of our go-to. It's easy. Accommodates everybody. Yeah. I'll throw in a salad in there. If the kids are with us, they'll eat that. It's just Mm -hmm. easy. You don't have to decide what everybody wants. It settles easy. It's a little bit of carb. We don't really do pasta. Mm -hmm. You can, but we just don't. Rather do that than go sit at an Olive Garden or something. Mm -hmm. It's quick and easy. You can get a hot and ready if you want. Yeah. (laughs) So that's our before and after, really. A lot of times. Unless we've got more time. Yeah. But I'm not going to turn down a piece of pizza but I, after a race. You know what's really good after a long run? What's up? Hot dogs. Interesting. I'm not a big hot dog okay. person. But after, I could eat about five of those. Where do you do? Okay. Usually the ultra, they have hot dogs. Oh, okay. Because I'm yeah, like, they'll make them for where you. Where do you go? You like crash <laughs> in your chair. You're finally okay. done. And they're like, do you want a hot dog? I'm like, yes, I'll take three. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. I'm not a big hot dog person, but after okay. I run, I could just like, inhale those things. Interesting. So it's either pizza or a hot dog. I don't know. So. Okay. And I. Now, Liza's going to eat. Five meals after he runs mm-hmm. a long run. Mm-hmm. And if I spectate, I have to remember that I didn't run 100 miles. I don't need to eat five meals. That's hard. Mm-hmm. You have to eat again? You're kidding me. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big burger person, I guess. So mm-hmm. that's probably why. Gotcha. Yeah. So you've eaten. And now let's talk about recovery. How do you recover? Is there a favorite recovery tool that you have? We have a massage gun, uh, foam rolling. That hurts, but mm-hmm. it's uh, Lactigo is a product we found okay. recently. Yeah, I still use BioFreeze and stuff if I need it, but mm-hmm. Lactigo took the place of that. It's mm-hmm. similar. What puts the lactic acid back where it goes? I okay. may not be saying that right. <laughs> <laughs> not the one to explain that one. And then I really love yoga. Mmm, so good. Uh, yeah, yoga is my go-to. I've always been naturally flexible, so I'm good at it. Yeah, ask Lance about yoga. I don't know if you talked about that. <laughs> He's not good at it. I found the one thing I can beat him in. <laughs> <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> so you can YouTube Yoga for Runners mm-hmm. by Adrian. This free YouTube videos, and it, it'll be more specific than that. Mm-hmm. Yoga for Runners Hips. Mm-hmm. Yoga for runners, quick stretch or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And we do that. I used to do that a lot. So if it's available, I'll go to classes. Mm-hmm. I went to a class this week and I'm like, oh, I love. I've been having, we helped somebody move a few weeks ago and my back has just been killing me because I lift my back and my legs. Mm-hmm. And I went to yoga Wednesday night and I just feel so much better. Oh, I do uh, it yeah, at yeah. the house, mm-hmm. but it's all—it's not the same as like a teacher, like sure. making you stay in the mm-hmm. the movements longer. If I'm at home, I try to stay in, like, pigeon for three to four minutes. Sure. And so you just gradually get more. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so I really love yoga to try to help recovery. Mm. So, and you can burn some calories. Oh, 100%. Active, uh, yeah. active recovery. That's yeah. not Lay on the floor in Savasana. Right. <laughs> which is I awesome. do enjoy that. That's right. something, right? And then they turn the lights out. You're like, oh, I'm going to wake up. 
I do enjoy when they say yeah. that when I'm like, oh. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's so I good. I really like Lizard. Have you ever done Lizard? Okay. It's not mm-hmm. no one's favorite. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love Lizard. It's so Again, odd. I keep saying you're hardcore. No, you? You're, <laughs> if you are so hardcore. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Favorite cross-training activity? So I like a good workout strength training. I think that has helped me a lot. Absolutely. But I think my favorite is biking. Mm. I like biking through my city. I always go down to the to Steel Creek, our boat launch, especially Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And it's just so peaceful. I don't know. I just really, I like bike riding. I don't do 50 and 100 miles across over to Mississippi or anything crazy. It's 10, 12 miles. Mm. I've worked on, I don't, I just have a, it's called a hybrid bike. Mm-hmm. It's got like, they're thin tires, but they're also not smooth. Yeah. So it's like a road bike, but it's, it just, no, I'm not clipping in. I'm going to fall over. I don't do that. So it's just me time. Mm-hmm. I'm not hitting 20 mile per hour. If I hit that on one hill, I'm like super pumped. Yeah. But it's just, I do that a lot of times on Sunday mornings because nobody's out. You don't have to worry about getting run mm-hmm. over. I'll stay on sidewalks and stuff if I have to. Only thing about biking which I guess it would be the same as running, is dogs. Dogs mm. do not like bikes. Yeah. You guys have the most friendly dog. I've had several. There's one that I will no longer go down these streets. It scared me so bad. Mm. That's the only downfall of biking. That's why I just follow the sidewalks now because not everybody leash walks their dog yeah. and it's yeah. scary. So this one road I just avoid now, which mm-hmm. stinks because that was my route. Yeah. So, but mm. I, I really enjoy biking. And we keep saying... We're going to get together. I keep oh, saying, yeah, we're right. going to get together. And then the I holidays know. hit. I yeah. forgot about mm-hmm. that. Yes, we're yeah. going to get together. We're going to get together and go. And guess what I ordered? What did you order? Pickleball. What did you order? I had a text to you yesterday. Yeah. Um, I'm on this, like, discount Amazon okay. Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. And it popped up an entire pickleball set for 12 bucks, and I was, like, sold. So I was like, oh. Yeah. So let's go. I have no idea what I'm doing. It's but, totally fine. But we let's teach you. Let's do it. No, oh, dude, I just no, made my day. I know. I totally forgot. I think it got delivered today. So yeah. I had to make sure it was like legit before I told you. Stop <laughs> it. Stop. It's so much fun. So that could yeah. be a fun cross. I'm sure that's cross training. Oh, it's so much fun cross training. Yeah. I, I count it. It's a lot of sprinting, and, a lot of back and forth. You're using yeah, different muscles. Hey, like, our daughters used to play soccer. And we would always do a moms versus kids game. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's a cross training. Right. I burn more calories in that <laughs> supposedly kid-friendly game. <laughs> but I'm sure the pickleball is mm. changing, the switching directions. Yeah. It's got to be great for your running. It's so much fun. So, And you're, as opposed to running like a half, it takes me like three hours. I can be out three hours on the pickleball court. And I'm, I don't even know that I've been out there for three hours. Right. Exactly. But on the pavement. Well, <sighs> and that's why mm. I like, I don't want to burn out on running i'm not mm-hmm. doing as much right now because of my injury issues but cross training keeps me from burning out i think mm-hmm. I, I don't dread it oh my gosh i have to go run i have to do five miles today and, yeah. and most people follow a plan and, and love that i've never followed a plan maybe i should not get injured but i think the cross training keeps me from mm-hmm. anything i do being dreadful yeah i just enjoy it do i enjoy getting up at 4 30 maybe not but I've learned that I'm better. I want to say I'm a better person because of it because mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person. So <laughs> if I wake up and have an hour to myself where I've stretched and I've done a little workout, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's just get up and do yoga. If I have that me time, I literally am a better person. Mm, so yeah. I don't want to be, of course, like I said, I'm a teacher. So we start early. 
So 730, I've got kids in my face mm -hmm. and I'm, I don't want to be that. Teachers don't talk to me. So I think the cross training saves me from the monotony of yeah. just having to always just run. Mm -hmm. And not everybody preaches cross training, but I'm mm -hmm. a firm believer oh, in cross 100%. training. It has saved me. It has brought me back. The Turkey 10 miler. Let's see. What year was that? I hurt myself so bad. It mm -hmm. put me out for nine months. Wow. So I uh, didn't train at all. <laughs> just thought, I'll just go run the Turkey 10 miler. It's oh, cool. Okay. It's, it's yeah. five miles from the house. That'll save me. I hurt so, so bad. It was one of those same things. Like I was great. I was amazing until mile seven. And then something just happened and I couldn't go anymore. So anyway, during that nine months, what was I going to do? Sit in my room and sulk? No. That's when I really ramped up some of my working mm. out. It's like, okay. And I'll even do it morning and afternoon we yeah. dabbled in the 75 hard i always hate i stopped but well, i'm not giving up on that i'm gonna mm -hmm. go back save <laughs> just with the holidays and family yeah. in town it's like not i don't want to set myself up for failure yeah plus your accountability partner was terrible <laughs> no yeah she was not she was awesome <laughs> i love it you help me read because that is my hardest <laughs> reading or writing but what do i teach reading or writing not i teach grammar and writing that's hilarious. <laughs> it's funny. I tell them, like, see, you can do whatever you thought you would never do. <laughs> that's, that's not a good mantra, is it? Yeah. Well, I love it. So anyway, it saved me from sulking in an injury mm -hmm. because you can modify. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Either you're just starting out mm -hmm. or you're injured. This plantar fasciitis is, first off, no joke. 100%, I was in a boot yeah. for nine weeks and I did do nothing because mm -hmm. he told me to do nothing. Yeah. And then finally he said, okay, well, do what you think you can do. Don't go run 48 miles in a weekend, which is probably what amplified it. Don't do the Goggins challenge if you're going to, with no training. Anyway. Again, should, hardcore. Should we talk about that? We should <laughs> Goggins challenge is run four, four miles every four hours for 48 okay. hours. Okay. Which winds up being 48 miles. I could have made it two more and just done another 50, but I walked a lot of that. <laughs> And somebody's like, oh, well, where do you go do it? You just do it at your house. So you run four hours. You run four miles. And I guess the faster you do it, the faster you get back to your house, you can go back to sleep. <laughs> I didn't quite learn that. <laughs> if I hurry up, I can go back to sleep. That's the hardest thing is you just pick it on a weekend. You don't have anything going on. Or mm -hmm. you work shift work and you have a couple of days off, whatever. We, we're Monday through Friday workers. So yeah. picked a weekend. We didn't have anything going on. This was in July. Started Friday night, so you end sat a Sunday night, four miles every four hours, like clockwork. And wow, in the rain, in the it wasn't cold, but it rained. Anyway, we just did anyway. That was interesting. Yeah, and so yeah, the doctor said, "Do what you can do, but don't do that again." <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't even think I've hit more than a five k. Just struggling with the plantar fasciitis. Sure. So. But I'm on my feet on it at work. And it's not necessarily running, but it do running doesn't agree with it. Yeah. So I, I don't really consider a running injury, but it definitely amplifies the pain. Mm -hmm. But I'm getting better. I think mm -hmm. I'm, most days I'm low pain. I don't say pain free. <laughs> but anyway, you can always modify. So mm -hmm. I went to a lot of low impact stuff. That's what I told yeah. you when we did 75 mm -hmm. hard. I'm going to do this, but I may not necessarily do the outside activity because the outside activity is going to require to not be a low impact. Yeah. It's going to require me to put time on my feet, mm -hmm. which is what's bothering me. Yeah. So elliptical, still working. Mm -hmm. Treadmill is still not low impact. So I minimally did that. Yeah. But there's plenty of stuff you can do that's low impact. Mm -hmm. Or I would still do my little workout videos in my garage, but I wouldn't do some of the jumping. Mm -hmm. You can modify any 
thing. In fact, when you go to a workout class, they've got a modifier. Yeah. You watch a video online, follow the modifier. Mm -hmm. So whether you're injured or even just starting, mm -hmm. start where you can start. Oh, absolutely. Just get mm -hmm. started. <laughs> like with your yoga, you like the lizard. Mm -hmm. I'm going to modify that. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, I think you nailed it. I think sometimes we get over overstimulated or like we overthink it. We're in the sense of, I can't do that. Well, maybe yes. not now. Yeah. But maybe eventually. Well, and that's you know? my hardest thing is to not compare myself. Okay, I'm going to do what I can do. I'm going to push. I need to push what I can do. Sure. I need to challenge myself. Mm -hmm. But my challenge myself is not going to be my husband's challenge. Right. And I have to not compare myself or I'll beat myself up. Yeah. I have to remember that look at where you started mm -hmm. and look what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. And just because there are setbacks, because I've had several injuries, not made, stuff I can work through. But enough to go, okay, you got to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. You got to mm -hmm. do better. And it's either been a lack of strength or lack of good shoes at work. I have good running shoes. I don't have good <laughs> shoes at work. That's my problem. But if you just remember where you started, like, mm. you don't usually, I don't know a lot of people that regress unless there's an injury or something. Yeah. But like I'm talking about either working out or yoga, the more you do it, the more flexible you get. Yeah. It may not be somebody else's split. I didn't do a split or but it's just you got to stick with stuff. Mm, that's good. That's really good. Besides your 50-miler in the cane, is there a race that you're like, yeah, I don't think I'll go back and do that one? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, this is an obstacle course race. Okay. All right. So there are levels of Spartan races. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you know? Yeah, there's the sprints, mm -hmm. the lowest. Sprint, yes. And then it goes to beast. And then it goes to super, Okay, which was in between. Mm -hmm. There was one here a few years back in Saraland. There's been, so what? So sprints, like three to five miles. Supers, five to seven miles. Of course, they're always longer. <laughs> beast was like 10 to 14 miles. Or I'm probably off a little on these. I'm just trying to remember. And then there was ultra beast. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So a few years back, I worked myself up. Sprint wasn't challenging enough. Could do a super. We went to North Carolina one time and we did back-to-back -back beasts, which means you did a beast on Saturday, you did a beast on Sunday. <laughs> Obviously, Sunday was awful. You just walked it and hung out. You just got a big group of friends. It was like, let's just do this. Wow. <laughs> so you could earn a trifecta. Well, that year, I got the trifecta. So what's next? Of course, an ultra beast. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Okay, so there's not many of those. Those are very limited on where you can go. Well, I'm not going north. Mm. I'm born and raised in Alabama, and I am always cold. I've got to get me a sweatshirt that says cold 24-7. So, Dallas, it's Texas. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas is not always hot. Mm. Okay, so an ultra beast is two beast loops. Okay. So I think the beast loops were 12 miles. All right, so me and a friend, it's just me and... One friend was our group this time. And failed obstacles are burpees. 30 mm -hmm. burpees. Burpees are the worst. Oh, uh, you could do, mm -hmm. I don't know why. I'm just not good at them. They just, I could work out for three hours. Mm -hmm. But you give me 30 burpees, it's like the death of A hundred percent agree to that. I just, not my friend. So we started in the dark. Ultra Beasts, you started, I can't remember if we started with the Beast Runners or just the Ultra Beasts. So you had a, a drop area. You put like a bucket, you put snacks, 
whatever, okay. whatever you mm-hmm. wanted. You, your own little pit crew. Okay. You just, we usually had these, like the Homer buckets. Is mm-hmm. that what they call them? Okay. Mom's Depot. <laughs> okay. And we had all our race stickers on them, and you just put that in there because if it rained, it wouldn't get wet. Oh, we well, have that's a, cool. We have yeah. several of those at okay. the house where you just put your gear in. So instead of a duffel bag that mm-hmm. could get wet sure. or something. So, all right. So I have one of those. So you'd make a beast loop. Well, that you're talking 14 miles with, I don't know, 20, 30 obstacles. Some of them are just, I eventually could do the work, the rope climb. And I can't remember if that race, I was able to do it on the first loop. We probably did nothing on the second loop. We probably did every burpee known to man on the second loop. Anyway, we started the elites took off because there was always elite. Maybe that's why I use the word elite a lot. Sorry, because that's what they do in obstacle mm-hmm. course races. You had elites and then you had open wave. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to qualify or anything. To yeah. Be. So we always run the open wave. Well, I know the elite went first and they're like running on ice. Like this is supposed to be Dallas. This is supposed to be hot. It was October. I'm clearly not a good researcher because it's not hot in Texas. Oh, you mean like an actual ice? Oh, actual ice. Like the ground was frozen. Oh, wow. And guess what? It never peaked 40 that day. Mm. I don't have much about Spartan, but there, it's always going to be a water crossing. And we started in the dark, and we finished in the dark. And I think that was literally the last Spartan race we did. (laughs) I did (laughs) with my friend. I think that was the last one she did, too. It was just, there was, it was Sufferfest so much. There was no learning from it. There was no, this was like, we did it. I have a buckle. I guess I do have a buckle. You do have a buckle. I did have a buckle. I forgot about that. But there was no want in me to ever do that again. Wow. It was so cold. It was Mm -hmm. so miserable. It was just, I just, that was my worst race. Mm. And and it was not like a feeling of accomplishment. It was, that was terrible. That was just terrible. I'm just like, glad to be done. Yeah. And that one was not, there was nothing to be learned of that. <laughs> I have wasted my money. I paid to do this. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know why people were, okay, not when we were skipping obstacles, but we were like, okay, well, I can't do this. I've been out here all day. And like, people were kind of ugly about it. Oh. And I remember this, oh, we were on our second loop and this group of elite females came through and at that point, we're like, you know what? I'm not doing this dunk wall mm-hmm. because we're going to be wet for 12 more hours. Wow. So we just decided, I'm just going to yeah. step to the side. And they were like yelling at us. We're like, we're not here to win an award. Yeah. We're not trying to win money. <laughs> so we were doing burpees wow. versus, I yeah. guess they want you to come touch it, which I mean, it's not like people. Sometimes there's people watching. Mm-hmm. But this is like in the middle of the woods. Mm. And we were like, we're going to play smart because it is going to be cold. Yeah. You're going to run through this course and be done. We're going to be out here all day. Mm. So people were ugly. Like, it was oh. just not fun. Yeah. It was just, it was not a good, that was not a good memory. Oh, man. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Not at all. And not that it deterred me from doing another spar. And I think it just worked out. That's literally probably the last race I did. <laughs> just after that, we just fell out of it. But mm-hmm. that wasn't a good way to end my Spartan race. <laughs> But you got the Time. buckle. Yes, I did get the buckle. Mm. That's true. I do have a buckle. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Let's talk about somebody comes to you and they say, you know, like, I want to start running. Whether it's I want to get back into running from an injury or I want to start running. What is a piece of advice you'd give them? Well, I think I kind of already said it. Like, what works for some does not work for mm. all. Find what works mm. for you. It's going to be trial and error. This is 2024. We started in about 2015. So I've been doing this maybe for nine years. 
So I've learned a lot of trial and error. Mm. Don't beat yourself up. Start with small wins. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Like I have a goal to do, start off with 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups. Sit-ups, fine. Push-ups are hard for me. Mm. I don't feel like I have a lot of upper body strength. Okay. And then once I finally will work up to that, I'm going to add two more. That's a small win. Yeah. Now I want to do 12 sit-ups and 12 push-ups. I had got up to 15 and then the holidays totally messed me up. And then we all got sick with a flu, unfortunately. So now I'm starting back over. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to go back to 12 again. And that's okay. Just because they're setbacks. Mm -hmm. What is it? Fall eight times, get back up nine. Yeah. It's just, I've had PRs and then I've had races that were awful. Mm -hmm. I've had good memories. I've had bad memories, but I'm not going to stop. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going. Mm -hmm. I go through a series where I'm like, I want to sleep in every morning, and then I go, I feel terrible. i got to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. i got to get up and do something, or I've got to go do something before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. But I'm just not going to stop. Just keep going. So find a support system. Mm -hmm. It might be your spouse. It might be a friend. It might be another family member. Have a good support system. If you don't have a good support system, you start in the running community. You're going to find one. Mm -hmm. You're going to find one. Mm -hmm. But don't do it alone. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're working out or running or walk, walking. <laughs> I do a lot of, I think walking is another one of my cross training. Mm-hmm. Like I get shin splints really bad. So if I do a lot of running back to back, I'll get them. So I do a lot of walking. Start small. Walk, start running. Not everybody, it took me a long time to build up to not walk during a 5K. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time. <laughs> and then still some, sometimes I still, yeah. I have to try to talk myself out of it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my goal in a 5K is not time. My goal is to just not walk. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a very, mm-hmm. it's not an easy goal. That's not what I meant. It's a very doable goal. Sure. <laughs> it works <laughs> <way> easy. <laughs> it's not easy. But my body's not going to quit. My mind is telling me, mm-hmm. yeah, just take 10 seconds. And I've taken that 10 seconds to walk and gone, man, I could have PR'd by 10 mm-hmm. seconds. Like, that's happened. Yeah. You know, if I could have just, I'll take the time and be like, subtract those 10 seconds. Man, if I didn't walk, I could have done that five seconds faster. That's silly, but no, I listen. <laughs> I'm not trying to be no, anybody else. No, I'm trying to be myself. <laughs> it's funny you say that, Jen Seconds. So, this past season, I didn't train at all for triathlon. And it's like one of my favorite things to do. Well, the Brett Robinson came, and it's a, I always do the sprint, or always, like I usually do the sprint. You're at Gulf Shores, it ends at the hangout. It's just yeah. so much fun. Yeah. And this past year, it was absolutely, you, you could see through the water. It was absolutely beautiful. You could not have asked for better conditions. And, of course, I, I didn't train at all other than my running. That was the only thing that I had done. Hadn't really been on my bike. But it's an easy – for me, yeah. it's an easy – it's flat, 12 yeah. miles. Like, it's yeah, – totally I'm like, yeah. I got this. And I came in fourth place by 10 seconds. Uh-oh. And I was Uh-oh. like, can I just yeah. I was going to say, I don't try oh. – I try not to, like, oh, if I hadn't walked, I would have got third place. But I can't say I've probably never done that. Yeah, I probably have. But I was totally like, looking. And I, I was like, 10 if I would have just made yeah. yeah, I mean, you have to do yeah. that. And so then that. you have to go, okay, well, next time. That's 100%. Yeah, 10, I, 10 looked, seconds faster. I looked at great. 10 seconds is, that's a small win. Yeah. Like, small wins. Yeah. I didn't just set out to go, okay, I'm going to start running, and I'm yeah. going to run 50 miles. Hey, 100%. years to go. Sure. It's still yeah. gonna, it's going to take me another. I say, <laughs> what year did I do that? 2021? <laughs> it's going to take me. No, no, that hadn't been that long ago. I don't even know now. <laughs> the years start flying by. I guess maybe right. 21. I don't know, three or four years ago. It didn't take me that long. Another three or four years <laughs> before I got myself back into it. So 
Small wins. Yeah. Small wins. And listen, my husband was so proud. He was like, you didn't trade it all for this. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. That was great. And of course, I was like, yeah, it is. But next year, yeah. I'm training for this. Yeah. But I think sometimes you need that spark to be like, I need to find that. Because it's just, it's a yeah. comfortable race for me where I get to do all three and the roads are shut down. Like, I feel safe. Like, I can yeah. do all the things I want to do. And I was just comfortable. Yeah. And so here I was going... I need that fire. Yep. Leanne. Absolutely. You got to find your fire. You got to find your fire. That's yeah. good. Find your fire. Mm-hmm. I would die in a triathlon. <laughs> I can't swim. No, like you that. wouldn't. Not I can doggy paddle. It's 300 meters. No, they, can do they would pull me out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> they would die. We'll do one of those ones where you team up and you do the swim. <gasps> I would love that. Let's and I'll do it. go to another park. Let's I do can, the relay. I'm not swimming. 100% not swim. That is not a cross training activity. I cannot. I was an ear infection kid, so I just learned, uh, hey, you know what? If I don't go under the water, I won't get that's an ear fair. infection. That's fair. So guess what? I never really learned to swim in that manner. <laughs> so I'm like, I can swim. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. I'm not going to drown, but yeah. I'm not an athletic swimmer at all. <laughs> Done. We're creating a relay for next year. Well, I could do that. Dude, that would be fun. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm talking about just start off small, get bigger. Push yourself, push mm. your limits, but don't, like I said before, don't push yourself that you burn yourself out and you're like, mm. I'm done. Yeah. New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I obviously have them, but don't be like, okay, I'm going to do all this stuff in January. By February, you're so burnt out. You're yeah. like, no. Mm-hmm. And then it takes you another 11 months to work back mm. up to a New Year's resolution. Yeah. I don't really necessarily do New Year's resolutions. I just try to have monthly goals or weekly oh, goals good. or daily goals. That's why I like the 75 hard a lot because it just already does the daily goals for me. I try to do, okay, 10 to 12, maybe eventually I'll be back at 15, sit-ups, push-ups, a daily goal of stretching for 10, 15 minutes, a daily goal of at least one workout. Throw in some healthy eating in there, but <laughs> I won't say I'm perfect. Daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. I'm not going to run 1,500 miles a year. I'm just not. I'm not that runner. Yeah. I have to do me, and I know mm-hmm. that if I do that, I'm going to wind up injured. Sure. And I'm going to wind up burnout. Mm. As much as I love running, it doesn't love me in that manner that I can go run 1,500 miles a year. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I'm with you. So yeah. I know you get it. So I so you, you said goals as far as push-ups and sit-ups. Do you have any running goals coming up? I would like to do another ultra getting past this injury mm-hmm. this one i did last april i actually signed up for the 50 but you can drop at any time and i, I didn't do the 50 i knew like i just i didn't train for it mm-hmm. i didn't train right and it's coming up again in april so what is this january is this phoenix phoenix mm-hmm. yes phoenix mm-hmm. trail fest the beautiful lake lurleen never heard of it it's awesome have you been there did no you, you no. Oh, you, you guys were telling me about it oh it's awesome mm-hmm. Um, and they have, I mean, you can do like one loop is 12K and I mean, 12 miles and then so on and so on. Mm-hmm. So that was another one. I dropped down. I was, I signed up for 50 miles and then I knew realistically that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I dropped down to whatever three loops was 37 and a half. So I guess it was a little more than 12 miles each, maybe 12 and a half miles. And that was another one where I finished and I was like beating myself up. I'm like, I didn't do the 50. I signed up for the mm-hmm. 50. My People were like, but it's fine. You can't. It's not a DNF. There's yeah. no way to DNF at this race. Mm-hmm. So beat myself up. And next thing I know, they stick a little award in my hand. And it was third <laughs> place female. And I'm looking around like, surely not. And they're like, yep, 
here you go. Uh-huh. And some of these could just be like shoe-ins. Like maybe there was only three people. I don't know. I never went back and looked. <laughs> no, I think I did go back and look because I don't want to be like, oh, did I get that? But you know what? It's still metal. So That's right. Absolutely. Um, in my mind, I was still third place. So that was another one was like, okay, that wasn't terrible though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't set out for the biggest goal of 50, but I also know I didn't put in the work for it. And I had blistered horribly at that race. Mm-hmm. And I literally could not put my shoe back on. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was even going to. But there was, there really was no finishing. So I would talk to them and drop down. And so I guess a goal would, it's not that one, another ultra okay. this year. It's early mm-hmm. in the year. Yeah. My leg is feeling better and better mm-hmm. each day. So I just have to not amp up my mileage too fast. Yeah. That's what he said is going to hurt me. So I guess my goal is to run another ultra this year. Fun fact, I have ran plenty of 50Ks and 50 miles, but I've never ran a marathon. Okay. (laughs) Isn't that odd? (laughs) I don't really want to. Mm -hmm. Isn't that odd? That's odd. It's a different feel. It's a different, yeah. Trail run, Mm -hmm. ultra run, it's different. It's different. I've done halves, Mm -hmm. but I have never ran a marathon. And I don't really want to. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to carry all that stuff. No, I'm just well, like, because you've put in 26 miles. Oh, I absolutely like, have yeah, done way yeah. more than 26 mm-hmm. miles. Yeah. I've almost doubled that. Wow. <laughs> but I've never ran a marathon. Yeah. Technically. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> <laughs> I've run a marathon distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've never ran a marathon. Never signed up for a marathon. Wow. Again, you're hardcore. You're no, like, that's not hardcore. Let's just go into that's the woods. Lazy. No, it's <laughs> not. I know you mentioned you can do hard things, keep going. But is there a mantra when it does get hard that you tell yourself? Just mindset's everything. Mm. I mm-hmm. grew up and did not realize for 20-something years what a negative Nelly I was. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. And, again, in the teaching field, that's also not what the kids need. Mm. They don't need a negative Nelly. Mm-hmm. So once we got into running, I realized it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter your job. It doesn't matter your running, your schoolwork. If you're in school, mindset is everything. Mm. If you stop saying can't, mm. then you can't. Mm. That's immediately what I tell the kids. I'm like, well, you can. They're like, no, I can't. I'm like, start small. Mm-hmm. But mindset is everything. It, it really, I have learned that firsthand. So I'm going to need a pocket version of you. And I'm just going <laughs> to carry you around everywhere I go. <laughs> That's amazing. I've learned. I listen to a lot of people who just talk about being mentally strong. Mm -hmm. I'm not a very strong person. I'm very small framed. And I've never been, I'm I'm not a bodybuilder here. But I think that what sets us apart sometimes is that our mind can be stronger than others Mm -hmm. who are going to give up. I hate to see people who have tapped out at an ultra race. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, come on, just walk with me. Yeah. You don't have to run. Mm -hmm. I don't run 50 miles. Like run, run. You're going to run, walk, but mindset is everything. But going, go, okay, I have this amount of time to do this. I can do this. Mm. It's got to hurt, but mindset is everything. That's so good. So you've had all these distances. What is your favorite length to run, whether it's a race or training day or anything like that? I think 5K only because I can see the most growth in that. Okay. I guess because I do it more often. Mm Mm-hmm. You can see um, 2022 was my year of PRs, and it was like no injuries that year. <laughs> so it was just a really good year, new shoot, no injuries, and we found kind of what works. So 
I think 5K is because I can see the, not feedback, but yeah, feedback mm -hmm. faster. And I can see that my training is paying off mm -hmm. quicker. Then you don't, I don't run an ultra every month, mm -hmm. but I might run a 5K every month or every two weeks. And I can see my progress Gosh, on a good year. Yeah. Obviously 23 was not a good year. <laughs> it's okay. I'm still here. Yeah. I haven't given up. That's right. Just wasn't. You're on the podcast. It wasn't a good running year. <laughs> not that it wasn't a good year. It just yeah. wasn't a good running year. Mm -hmm. I want to wear a boot again. I'll tell you mm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I do walking for a living. <laughs> mm. Well, fine. it throws everything else off too. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm. when you're not running, you're not teaching, what do you like to do, my friend? I love to travel. Mm. Okay. Well, not a racecation. I don't know. <laughs> we usually throw that in there somewhere. Yeah. I just really like to travel. Okay. We have a cruise coming up. Mm. Okay. But last time we went on the cruise, you can do a 5K on the island for free. So there, there was that. <laughs> so we got to stop doing this. <laughs> but it's fun. They gave a little yeah. Disney medal. How fun. So yeah, we have a Disney cruise. Okay. We, next year, we have an Alaskan cruise. That's like bucket list Whoa. there. So I have a travel bucket list. Okay. Like Alaska, that'll be checked off next year. Hawaii, I'm just stalking the cruises it's mm. not the cruise prices the flights and then paris those are like my travel wow and if there's okay. most likely going to be a race thrown in there <laughs> but, but like why not well, you're there but, you might as well say you ran there too well and that's like our every summer we've been going to the gatlinburg mountains mm -hmm. and then this year we figured out because we were there on a friday night instead of a saturday night that the saturday morning you could run around the smokies baseball stadium actually you finished on the bases. You mm -hmm. ran the bases at How your fun. Friend. And so we didn't really plan on that. And then you gave, they gave you tickets. to. Well, now, come to find out, it's the exact same thing the Babyers did. They shut down. Or they're shutting yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. They sold out. They're building a new stadium. And so the management has switched over. So now, we won't ever get that opportunity again. Because mm -hmm. the stadium, I'm sure by now it's shut down. Like, I, they finished the season and wow. it's no long. So if we hadn't done that last year, yeah. and my kids, they like that. Zoe, our youngest, she's major love hate with running. Sure. She wants to do it. She wants me to sign her up, and it's always a disaster. Mm. She is the finish a race. Nobody talked to me. I'm dying. Get me out of here. I want to leave right now. Yeah. Person. Mm. But she has that memory. She, I, I ran with her because we were in a strange city. Sure. No, the mountains are not flat. I don't mm. know what in the world I was thinking. So I thought those were the flat race. It was a neighborhood. This had the <laughs> biggest a Gallenberg, right? the biggest hills I've ever seen. <laughs> like Hall at the Dollar Hill. Wow. Yeah, I actually yeah. think it was even just rolling hills. Anyway, so she's doing the, she doesn't have a good mindset when she runs. <laughs> and I have tried and tried, but you can't teach your own children sometimes. So I said, you know what? I'm going to run to the bottom of this hill and I'm going to leave you. And she's like, fine. So she's walking downhill. You don't walk downhill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a mantra. <laughs> don't walk downhill. You don't walk the downhills. <laughs> so I left her. I could see her. I was, yeah. I'm like not mean mama, but I am when she's running because she complains <laughs> the whole time. So anyway, so we get back. You run. You're in this neighborhood. You run back. You run through the parking lot and then into the back of the stadium. Like where the, uh, I don't know baseball terms, mm -hmm. but like the cleaning crews would drive in. Okay. Like the big gate in the back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You go through that way. She hit the field. Like I had been leaving her the whole time. Like in front of her. Like, Come on. Like a puppy. Come on. It's only a 5K. Like, you're okay. She hit that field. I could not, I couldn't touch her. Wow. I, I could, she was so far ahead of me because she hit the field and hit the bases, and she took off like a rocket. Wow. Like, literally finished so far ahead of me. I was like, well, that I promised I was ahead of her. 
<laughs> but she has that memory of hitting that grass and just mm-hmm. taking off and mm-hmm. running the bases. And and now we won't have another opportunity. To right. Do that. So I'm glad that we did. Yeah. That yeah. was a last minute decision. Mm. So I don't want all of our travel to be racecations. <laughs> but stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like when we got on the Disney one years ago, they were like, did we do a 5K on this day on mm-hmm. the island? Here's your start point. And at the end, you'll get a medal. Post-COVID, I don't think they do it anymore. Mm -hmm. But I still have that medal. Mm -hmm. That's a cool memory. Yeah. Like, even though we added that into our vacation. (laughs) Also, like, to just eat and relax on vacation. There we go. Yeah. But, yeah, I like to travel. That's that's so cool. Mm. Well, my friend, any final words of wisdom? Just mindset. Start small. Mm. Stop beating yourself up. Mm. So you'll have good days. You'll have bad days. That's not say that's life but that's life yeah oh 100 percent. that's day-to-day life that's working out running life mm-hmm. you're gonna have good runs you're gonna have bad runs mm-hmm. just don't give up yeah oh so you know my friend thank you so much one thank you for your friendship you are just oh i just love our random texts that we send each other and just again the great accountability partner that you are and what you're doing with your students and your kids and what you do for the running community because you are just such a cheerleader for others like you i tell you lance you're just a hoot and i just i love and adore y'all so if you hear me cheering for you it takes every ounce of breath because i'm not a good (laughs) breather but i enjoy if somebody's obviously faster than me and they're gonna pass me in the other direction Mm -hmm. i love to cheer yeah i don't i learned that i know what it does for me Mm -hmm. And I know I have friends that'll obviously be done before I am, or maybe they're only doing the fun run that day, mm-hmm. and they'll stand at the end, or they're cheering their kids on, whatever. And when I hear those voices, then I can take off. I yeah. can do the Zoe and take mm-hmm. off around the bases because I know they're cheering me on. Uh, but I, and maybe because I didn't do sports growing up, but I never had that mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. So I know what it does for me, and I want to give that to other people, mm-hmm. but compliment a stranger be yeah. like man i love your shoes mm-hmm. i love your running belt where did you get that because i know that has worked for me mm-hmm. so i make it my goal to do that for someone else either cheer on a stranger mm-hmm. cheer on somebody they're passing you that's amazing yeah you're amazing you're mm-hmm. passing not i'm not comparing but some of us go back and forth or joke with each other be like hey i had a good day i passed you <laughs> you know but just it's being someone's cheerleader whether you know them personally mm. or not whether you see them once a month at a race yeah it like you that means something to somebody yeah and i just i want to be that for others because i know people have done that for me because mm. i as a kid believe it or not was so shy and negative because the world was against me i didn't even want people in my eye mm. public speaking i could have shaken so hard I could have fallen over. It was awful. I didn't look people in the eye. I was so shy. I didn't talk to people. So I guess I just, I don't know, not that people didn't compliment me, but probably, I don't know. I don't remember anybody complimenting me. I was Mm -hmm. the big hair, big glasses kid. Got made fun of a lot. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have that. I didn't really have that cheerleader on the sideline and I didn't Mm -hmm. do any sports. So I really just didn't have that feeling. So as an adult, I guess it maybe even means more Mm -hmm. to me. So I want to be that for somebody else. Well, you do it so well. I appreciate you. You're such a great friend. I just absolutely adore you and Lance, too. But <laughs> he's there. So. He's there. So. <laughs> he wasn't invited. So that's right. <laughs> this is my show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> absolutely. It's hard to live in a shadow sometimes. You're not living and, in a shadow today. Well, and years ago when we first started running, like, okay, so it's Gina, but it's obviously spelled with two N's, which confuses people. And we all are in the Facebook era. 
So I came had was given the nickname by accident as Lance's wife because no one either knew either how to I guess no one had they didn't want to offend me by saying my name wrong or they just couldn't remember. <laughs> so for the longest time we had hashtag Lance's wife. So of course I live in his shadows. Oh. But <laughs> So then I had good friends of on my cheering squad <laughs> that made it hashtag Gina's husband. There we go. Yes, yes. Oh, we even had packages come in the mail as that, as hashtag Gina's husband. That's hilarious. <laughs> and that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back and see if po those posts are still there. <laughs> but thank you so much for sharing your story. Yes. And thank you so much for, again, your friendship and, and what you do for this running community. And even, and thank you for not just picking cream of the crop <laughs> i love those people i'm married to those people <laughs> but i always feel like such just a basic person i'm just out mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. what a weekend warrior i don't just feel like i just blow it out of the water mm -hmm. i do that one percent better is what, what i try to stick to so thank you for i just feel like an average joe and i feel very honored that you pick an average joe mm -hmm. Well, you're not an average Joe. Oh, well, I feel like I am. <laughs> you are anything above average, you know. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> oh, my friend, so good. How much fun is Gina Johnson? You love her. You want her to be your best friend. And she is that. She is such a great friend to our running community and just absolutely love her. And what a great cheerleader. And can we just talk about how she's so funny about how she views herself as an average Joe and she is not that. She is so much more than that. And I just, I, I think that's something that I just love about her. <laughs> she's so funny and just so gracious. And she's just amazing. Just absolutely love her. So thank you, Gina, so much. Thank you for what you bring to our running community. You are absolutely a rock star and hardcore. I mean, you started off in obstacle course races <laughs> and then got into running. Like, who does that? A Johnson does that, too. <laughs> Guys, I seriously, when you go to a local race, reach out, find Gina, and introduce yourself if you don't know her because she's absolutely incredible and she will cheer you on. I just, I love her so much for that and just what she brings to my life and what she brings to our running community and just how grateful I am that we have somebody like Gina who cheers everyone on and is just so humble in her own running story. And so I just so excited for you, so excited for your future because you're still running my friend. You still got so much more left and I'm so excited to see what you can do. And if you do go back for that 50 miler, I'll be there to cheer you on my friend. So excited for you. And again, thank you so much to Port City Pacers for powering up this podcast. We're so grateful for you and what you do for our community. You make running better for all of us. And just absolutely love you guys and appreciate the board and all the Port City Pacer members. You guys are, are just incredible. And for all the race directors that are associated with Port City Pacers, thank you. Thank you for putting on such amazing races for us and just really appreciate that. As always, huge shout out to Mars Hill Church for providing such a safe place for us. We are truly grateful that we have such an amazing space to be able to sit and share our stories and be vulnerable with one another and with our running community. I just really appreciate that. They appreciate Run Your Story, so I just thank you for having such welcome arms for us. So thank you to Mars Hill Church. 
And we know this podcast would not be possible without the man himself, Greg Gilliard from Gilliard Tech Services, from editing to our website. He is all the things. And so just so grateful for his talents and his time. And guys, if you need a website updated or you want to create a new one, he has got you. He is the man with a plan. And so definitely follow him on social media. He also has a website at Gilliard Tech Services. You'll definitely want to check him out. And also when you go to check out the website, you can also check out on our website at runyourstory.com. There is a list of races and on there are links to the Port City Pacers as well. And so thank you, Greg Gilliard, for getting that together. And he tries so hard to stay up to date with all of the local races and races out of state. He loves to run a community and he loves being able to share that information. And so we are incredibly thankful for that. And this podcast is made possible by our Patreon supporters. They are absolutely phenomenal and we love them and they make sure that we keep going because they've taken the financial burden off of us and they keep it going. So it does cost to host a podcast and so they take such good care of us and we are forever grateful for them. They keep us going so we can keep sharing your stories. And so thank you to our Patreon supporters. You are amazing. They always like it when I say go like, share, and comment on our social media page when we share your stories. The more that you do that, the more the stories get out there and Run Your Story gets highlighted. And so we are truly grateful to be able to share your stories and all the stories to come. We are so excited for this opportunity and we do not take it lightly that we get to share your stories because they make us better. They make me better and I'm truly grateful for that. And guys, it's just such an honor to be able to dare one another because it's one thing that we run together on the pavement, whether you're in Mobile or in another state or another part of the world. (laughs) Your stories matter and we cannot wait to share them and we can't wait for you to hear them. I mean, I absolutely am inspired by Gina and her story and the things that she does for our community. And I'm better because I know her and because I call her my friend. So thank you again, Gina, for sharing your story and I will take it with me now where I go when I hit the pavement and your story has become a part of my story. It's become a part of our community story. And so together we run our stories because every story needs to be heard.